This is the War Room Roundtable podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Lanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Welcome to the War Room. Siobhan, how are you doing today? I'm pretty awesome. How are you? Yeah, that's the second time you said that to me since we started talking. And I love that that's the choice of words uh, yeah. you, you choose. Uh, it's definitely, I can see why there's an energetic solution to what it is that you're doing because language totally. is part of energy, right? Yeah, I, I see where yeah, my dad up, taught me that. Yeah, yeah, I'm picking <laughs> up where this is going. So right. we love to start things off on the show here by asking, do you yourself, and I'm glad that you brought that up, do you yourself come from a family of entrepreneurs or working professionals? Um, I don't know that I would say entrepreneurs in a traditional sense, but uh, my dad worked for corporate insurance and then he went and worked for a smaller insurance agency. And, you know, he kind of, he had his own gig as far as he was concerned. He had his own gig. Um, my mom, she, interestingly enough, she was a coder long before women, it was cool for women to be coders. So she did card punch and all kinds of crazy things. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, who is it? <laughs> Leonard Kleinrock, I think, is someone. I was helping someone uh, named Cal Fussman interview well, one of the original people at UCLA here in Los Angeles who was like creating the network for the internet. Like, so I, I love stories like that of people who were pioneers in the game. It sounds like a really interesting background. She thought she was just a secretary. But when I told, when I heard her tell stories about what she was doing, I was like, um, that's not secretarial. <laughs> just so you know, that is not secretarial. <laughs> yes. So how did those factors sort of inform your choices when you began to step into a professional life? Mm. Well, I mean, I started my first business at 11 because they wouldn't buy me something. Um, and I wanted a sweater. I don't know. It was $58, which I, maybe for people, it's still, it's still a lot. But it was $58. I wanted this sweater badly. And they said, if you can figure out how to buy it yourself, you can have it. And um, so I was thinking and thinking and thinking. And somehow, maybe a nudge, I'm not real sure, but uh, I went and found the biggest lawn in our neighborhood. And I took the lawnmower and I asked the lady if she wanted her lawn mowed. And really interestingly enough, the person who was cutting her lawn apparently had quit two weeks before. I just have to be at the right place at the right time. She paid me a boatload of money for you know that time and how old I was. I think it was yeah, you know, I was eleven and and um, and then I thought, well, I'll just get another one and I'll get another one and I'll get another one. And you know, I mean, probably wasn't cool for a girl to be running around with her dad's lawnmower, but I did and I made money and so I got what I wanted. So I started there, and then I had another business before I graduated high school. And then I went off to college to uh, do stupid things. <laughs> yes, we all do stupid things. Um, 
Yeah, I was overly ambitious. Coder, mathematics, and art. I mean, three majors, like what a loon. Anyway, um, <laughs> decided that I was too introverted for any of those things and I needed to get out into sales and marketing. So that's when I really pivoted. And um, then I moved to California. And the cool thing about that is I got the company you know, my dad was a salesperson. I got the company I was working for to give me a job in California, but not move me because I didn't want to be on their terms. I wanted to arrive when I wanted to arrive. So that was kind of cool and got a job. So I had some security. And then the next company I found was an entrepreneurial company. And that's really when it pivoted to, oh, I can use everything in here and help somebody go from, and we started with 12, to $150 million get bought by Rubbermaid and you know, be a really cool company. So that started the whole thing of, yeah, this is the way to go. <laughs> wow. So you were, when you finally landed in an entrepreneurial company, you were part of an exit on top of everything. I was, and I, you know, I didn't know. I mean, I just knew that you just wanted to grow it and get it big and do something cool. And then what I saw as I saw, and I remember thinking this in my head after the sale went through, I remember thinking, hmm, I have a feeling they're going to get corporate stupid. And I remember thinking this and I said, I probably have about 18 months, 18 to 24 months before they get corporate stupid and I don't want to play. And I think it was about a year. And then I got approached by somebody else. And then that kept happening. And every time they would get corporate stupid, I would seem to be approached by somebody else until I'd done that a couple of times. <laughs> and so you seem to have always been at the right place at the right time uh, with the right attitude, the right state of mind, for the most part, armed with the skills necessary to take advantage of the opportunity. Really yeah, I mean, it's not like I didn't sell myself into it for sure. I mean, it's not like they just came because, hey, you're so cool. I had to show. You're just amazing. Yeah, I had to prove it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay, so now I just want to combine, like, uh, I want to, I want to bridge a gap here, right? Because in my notes, I have that you've worked with over fifteen thousand plus entrepreneurs, right? Now, yeah, it, it took me a handful of years to do 2000 interviews. So 15,000 plus entrepreneurs, I have to know how you did this, right? I need to know how we got here because from what I gather, it's about helping business owners, leaders really get into the right place with themselves. Is this accurate? Absolutely. Alignment. Yes. The more somebody's aligned in their, their physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, relational, financial self, the more they become successful. Um, but it takes a little bit of, you know, you got to guide them. And um, I think your question was, how? How did I get to 15,000? Well, yeah. honestly, I wasn't counting. I just, um, I'll back up a second. And um, I had started a couple of other companies and decided to fold them. And then I got into this one company that was a pharma company and the first nutraceutical prescription nutraceutical in the world and helped them build it from four of us to, you know, huge. And at that time I got sick, misdiagnosed and nearly died from blood poisoning. And I was laying on the emergency room table thinking, okay, I actually don't believe in drugs. (laughs) This is a problem. And so I gave them permission to inject me with the thing that was going to save my life or the cocktail that was going to save my life. And they said, oh, you're going to stay here for a while. And I said, oh, 
no, people die in these places. I am not staying here. I said, I'm going to go home and I'm going to heal myself. Now, truth of the matter is I didn't know what heal myself actually meant. I just figured if I could build companies, I could heal my body because it seemed kind of similar. My coder brain said that. And so I went home and, and really started thinking about what I had done up through that time in my life to get to where I was and the choices I made and how I thought and how I had a lot of people tell me things that it was different. And so then I used all those tools to heal myself. And I thought, well, I'm a scientist. Let's prove if this really works. And so I started a free clinic. <laughs> I was like... Okay, so I invited people with a piece of paper, guerrilla marketing these days, but piece of paper and a billboard, bulletin board, and 10 people came. And I thought, oh, okay, <laughs> I guess I'm doing this. Did the, you know, help them, you know, gave them a little 15 minute taster of it, and people were feeling better. And I thought, oh, that's really cool. Let's keep doing this. And I was still with the pharma company helping it get big. And um, the interesting thing that kept happening was more and more people started coming. And then somebody asked me to teach their meditation class. They told me they'd learn meditation through me. And I didn't really think I was teaching it. And it just kept going and going. I was on TV and all of these things. And I thought, oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm done. I left the pharma thing. Um, as they were getting, you know, big and stupid. <laughs> um, uh, next thing you know, I had a client say, do you know the work you have done with me has helped me grow and me and my husband's business? And I said, what? And she said, I need you to really sit and turn them. Yeah, I need to turn the tables on you. I need you to hear what I'm telling you that we were stuck in our business, um, in our real estate business and in our other business and nothing was moving for two years, nothing moved. It didn't matter what we tried. And until we met you, nothing changed. And I started thinking about it and I was just like, she said, you know, me and my friends who happened to apparently find out they all knew me, um, is they decided to get together and have a conversation about me. <laughs> And they were having a conversation about how their lives were better, but their money was way better and their businesses were thriving. La la. And she said, all of the businesses that you work with, and I was thinking, businesses I work with, I just work with a person. And she said, all of our lives and our businesses have gotten significantly better. And I started thinking, all right, I'm a scientist. Let's look at the truth. So I started looking at all of the people I'd worked with and some were health, a lot were health. Um, but a lot were businesses. And I didn't realize that something that people did for a living, I just did it because I'm good at it. And I started to look for other people who were doing it with the spirituality and the energy and the health and the wealth and the business building. And I found one guy um, and he said, yeah, I'm not going to help you, <laughs> basically. I was like, okay, thanks for lunch. And But I got the idea that, oh, this is something that at least one other person on the planet is doing. And then I started counting about how many people I'd worked with. And then I just started telling people, well, yeah, I help your business. And next thing you know, I have like 
12 clients in a day, 15 clients in a day. Like if you saw my calendar at that time, it was insane, but I had plenty of time to travel the world. How weird is that? <laughs> Interesting. So, I love that. And what a fascinating story, especially when uh, you spoke to the only other game in town and they're like, yeah, not happening. I think, I think that's telling of where they are and probably no longer are. Uh, <laughs> just added, we talk about this all the time on the show, how no business is an island, you know, and what a missed opportunity there for them. Uh, what I, yeah, I think so. It was really curious. I, I think that, I think this happens a lot in entrepreneurial, uh, entrepreneurial world is I don't want to work with you. I don't want to help you. I don't want to collaborate with you because you might take something I have. And, and I just don't believe that. Yeah, no, I, which makes all the difference. Those kinds of beliefs. We had this conversation earlier and it mm. really is just a thing that the beliefs can make a difference, a big difference. And yeah. so we understand what your belief was here is you had seen a vision and you were clearly determined to see it through. So what I want to get to as the heart of the matter here, um, because, uh, you know, Jason runs multiple companies and uh, he doesn't always talk about it, but I'm sure there's a lot of stress <laughs> in all those things. Right. And we have a bunch of CEOs who uh, listen to the show and there's a lot of stress and things of that nature. And I'm of the persuasion that you can't grow your business without, if you're not growing yourself, developing yourself personally. So I'm curious, is it like a physical thing, like a therapy that you do, or is it more like a mental meditation alignment kind of thing? So think about this for a second. You have energy in your hands. Yes. If you're willing to play with me, both of you guys, you have energy in your hands. So if you would put your hands up like this and pay attention to the energy in your hands. Okay. Right. And then in your left hand, just speak the words, uh, hate, 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 hate. Speak that into your left hand. Go. Hate, 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 hate. And then tell me what that feels like as distinctive as it distinguished between your right hand. I got oh, uh, <laughs> what'd you I, say? I, I don't think I have a soul. I left it in Afghanistan. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> that probably won't work for me. <laughs> oh, I don't agree. That's actually not true. Uh, must, so somebody, so, so here's the interesting thing. So I'm just going to challenge you on this, Jason. Yeah, yeah, is sure. that the, the, if that were true, you wouldn't have sp uh, said all of those things. So you must feel something. You just don't know how to describe what it feels. It just is a new concept for you. So it's probably yeah. true. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I felt condensation from my breath. That's for sure. Okay. Great. So there's a distinction between the left hand and the right mm -hmm. hand. Something. Yes. Yeah. Cause Maybe. and effect. Yeah. Sure. Cause and effect. Sure, sure. So every word has influence. It has an actual energy to it. Science proves this as well. There's an actual energy and a color and a shape to each word, interestingly. Is this and the, uh, we're Haruki, uh, I forget his name. He was a Japanese scientist, spoke to uh, into no, a couple of water. water. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. messages in water, but that's that's not the energy. That's a message in a water. And we are water, but this is so we have a body and inside of us, we have chemicals and all these things. And outside of us, we actually have chemicals and we have a sphere outside of us. And whether we believe it or not, it's there. If you've ever said, oh, you're in my space, you already know it's there, right? Mm -hmm. And so I deal with the concept of that energy that's outside of us, the energy that's inside of us, and then the energy of what our mind and the energy of our business all relate to. So 
Here's an interesting fact. If you look at the Constitution and it talks about how to form a corporation, a corporation is an entity in and of itself. That's what it states in the Constitution whenever you're looking at the law of how to state, uh, how to make a corporation. An entity in and of itself means that it's separate from the individual, which is means it's a separate energy. Interesting concept, right? So the energy of us and the energy of the entity have to mash and blend in order to, uh, in order to do something better and together. It's a togetherness thing. Now the CEO, the owner, the you know the top level, of course they're going to have stress. Stress eats energy always, but stress actually gets transformed by breath by pauses, just like I did, and by intention. And intention in, in corporate words might be will, but will means that you're using your own energy. Intention means you're being a conduit for the energy. And so it's about teaching the, the CEO, the owner, how to be a conduit for the energy so that sales grow, so that you are moving toward your goal with more flow and grace. So you're not using your own internal and energetic resources of your human. You're using the flow that can come through you. I get that this sounds a little woo. It's kind of woo, but I say it's kind of the woo woo and the moolah. It's woolah. I like the woolah <laughs> thing. <laughs> I can respect that. No, I, it's like a, it's like borrowed force from gravity and velocity and how it all combines. You can either try to generate the force yourself and you can only get so far or you can borrow force from what's already happening. All we have to do is look at the way rivers generate electricity to know that there's some capacity out there within and of itself that can correlate to what we're talking about here. Much like yeah. we don't see Wi-Fi, right? But it's the radio waves are there, right? So I, there, I can, whether we see them or not, I, yeah. I, I I can get behind what you're saying, and I, and I do believe that there is that. It, even if it were to be something along the lines of for even the most skeptical person, right? One can't grow beyond a self-image if, meaning, if you have a business and it's incongruent with your own self-image good luck. It's going to be a struggle because it's it's not harmonizing. It's not jazzing. It's not vibing together. It's not synchronized, right? And yeah. I imagine a lot of the work that you're doing, and correct me if I'm wrong, has a lot to do with helping people really get to that place where they want to be, where it is uh, a match for the work that they're trying to do. Uh, and to get to that discrepancy and find a way to alleviate that and help them let go of that. Is this accurate? Uh, yeah. So what I look at is the the business has a set of numbers that it's currently achieving and a, a set of numbers that it wants to achieve. And so numbers are really energy. And it's really about teaching the owner and the entrepreneur how to be, be that uh, conduit for those numbers to move from where they are to where you want them to go. And the really interesting thing is if you look at you know, power versus force and any of those books like that. So we could either power our way through it, we could force our way through it, or we could be a conduit, we could be a vessel, we could be um, uh, somebody who understands the principles and the laws of numbers, and the principles and the laws of energy, so that those two align into, uh, into the goal of being achieved. 
I'll give you an example. I have a, a client who has a couple dentist dental practices, and I think maybe they were doing, I don't know, 800,000 uh, a year. And I just got the numbers from them the other day and two offices, not, not giant or huge. They're scheduled in about a year and a month. They'll end up doing about $4 million because we taught them how to use that for themselves, get their team playing at a rate that is more congruent and get everybody playing in a way of achieving good while doing good. And then they would receive back from that. And he's like, you're just the looniest girl lady I've ever met. This freaking works. I don't understand it, but I can't, I can't, I can't refute the numbers. <laughs> he said, I'm just going to do whatever you say from now on. And so we helped him buy businesses and, you know, properties and things like that from all of this. And it's just, you know, it just expands. And the idea usually that breaks people is the expansion. That's when CEOs and owners get most stressed is the expansion and not being able to control it. And when I teach them is they don't have to be the controller of it. They can be the conduit for it. And that's when things get easier. Does this make sense to y'all? Yeah. I mean, the, the closest thing I could think of it is uh, because I, I understand mostly because I spent a lot of years reading a lot of books that, that speak to this uh, because I have my own curiosities. But uh, Jason, Jason and I have had a number of conversations about the trinity of success and, you know, how many mm-hmm. factors have to come into play for it to truly create abundance or to okay. channel the abundance that's there. Right. Mm-hmm. And and being open to that. And Jason himself is a master of scaling businesses. That's what he does. Right. He's got 13 mm-hmm. companies himself. So a lot of what you're saying, I, I I'm just adding these tidbits to sort of color it for somebody who may be skeptical because I. I am certainly of that persuasion. And I have found that when I am more inclined in that manner, more grateful for my day, more present in the moment and not caught up with something that may not actually exist and really just enjoying what I'm doing, enjoying the process and really getting involved in that and wanting to see it grow because I know how much it's going to contribute to everyone around me and how it's better for more than just me and how that's really how you can align yourself to the greater powers that work. I like those are the kinds of things that I try to remind myself of daily. Not that I always succeed, but so I can get behind what you're saying is what I'm getting at. So there's another piece to this. It's important uh, for stress, but also building a business is the physical self. So the physical, the body can only handle so much as the mind will allow. Meaning um, if the body has a health challenge, there's a money challenge in the business. And I've tried to prove this wrong, but it has proven out over all of these times, many, many, many times. And so if the body has a challenge somewhere, some sort of physical challenge, that's already happening in the business. And now it's just about, okay, how do I, how do I unlock that out of the body so that that unlocks out of the business to achieve more grace? Um, I had a guy who owned a tech company and he had shoulder pain. And I was like, God, really, that doesn't make sense. And so once we solved the shoulder pain, what started to unfold was that he was being sued and we needed to create some some, uh, revenue streams uh, opposite of the lawsuit and teach him how to interact with people in a way that was not going to like break everything up. 
Um, and generally, if the body has pain, it means there's something that is trying to break with inside the business. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody. No, no, yeah. We had a conversation with someone today who uh, has worked with a lot of CEOs as well to sort of address some of the physical ailments and how it correlates to business. So it's really fascinating to have another opportunity today in the same day to address the very same concept. I think yeah. uh, that that's what you call a synchronicity, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. So uh, with that said, if you had a bottom line for anybody looking to embrace this, uh, this point of view, and uh, what would you say is the most important thing they need to accept about this kind of work? Mm. You know, just like whenever we couldn't, we people said that they couldn't sequence the DNA. Um, one of my clients was the guy who de- sequenced the DNA in, in mm. Russia and invented that technology. And he figured it out. Just because we don't know how to figure it out doesn't mean somebody else hasn't. And it's, we have to be willing to go outside of ourselves and be a little vulnerable to new ideas so that what can happen is something that doesn't make complete logical sense, but you can apply the principles of uh, marketing and technology and growth and expansion and scalability uh, in the same way, but you also apply this other unseen you know, we'll call it the force <laughs> so that it can scale with uh, more grow, uh, more flow and ease and opportunity. So it, it have to be willingness and uh, rather than saying something like, no, I don't know. I don't believe in that. Just if you breathe or you're actually using Wi-Fi, you have to believe in that. That's the truth. Because when I started, there was no Wi-Fi. So I've been doing this forever. And uh, so now we have Wi-Fi. It's really easy to explain. If you don't believe in Wi-Fi, then don't talk to your phone. <laughs> I mean, that's the if, you, if you don't believe in the unseen, then, you know, don't work on a computer. I mean, it's, it's kind of like the evidence is all around us. That there's a lot of unseen cool things that are happening. Now let that work in your favor. And let's get that potentiality to something greater. and like I say, with more ease, man, everybody needs to learn how to grow their business with more ease. That, oh, that's the yummy part. It's interesting. Today, we've had a number of people who, for uh, one reason or another, is either trying to encourage entrepreneurs to relax a little more. And just, oh, I don't just want that. them to relax. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like just I just want them out. to be more flowy. Right, or flowy. Yeah, like there's, there's this trend today of like really embracing that. And and I think it's really curious that all all of that happened today on a consistent basis. I just I just love it. I think it's a great uh, way to take a, and observe how nature is trying to get you to see something, you know. Um, because we we batch a lot of these recordings all in one day, and so it really allows for a picture to be painted for the tone of the day. And it's been a fascinating day. So uh, with that said, before we head on to the next segment of uh of this uh episode i want to take a moment just to take some time out to give a shout out to someone that's making this episode possible and that's ryan jackson of blue university blu and if you've ever wanted to learn about business or entrepreneurship from like the ground level right but you hate the idea of spending years trying to go get a degree i mean you yourself we were talking about how many degrees you were going after you know uh or, and then just to end up in large debt and you just want you know you don't want to work for somebody else but you get the eight nine to five whatever blue university is for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs and their instructors have accomplished 
real world success. You're not going to be learning from someone who spent the last, I don't know how many years in a classroom instead of actually running a business. These are actually business people and they teamed up with war with the war room podcast to provide the education that you're looking for. So go ahead and visit blue.university for more information to apply. And if you're accepted, you can take advantage of a special 20% tuition discount by using the code SAB20. That being said, and by the end, and by the end of the month, uh, I was authorized to give away. Uh, I think it was a hundred free scholarships. So, oh wow, okay. Uh, so go over to Blue University and claim your free scholarship on the War Room. There it is. Okay, and this yeah. is a perfect time as well, uh, Shavana. What what should people know about what you're working on right now, Shavon? And how can they get in touch with you? and learn more about what it is that you're doing. Yeah, I have a couple things. Uh, We do an event at the end of the year, and we teach these principles all over three days, the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, relational, financial principles, so that they go as a whole, as opposed to one at a time. We teach that in, um, I think, the December 9th, 10th, and 11th, I think is what it is, Epic Life Success Summit, yeah. Uh, and then the other thing that we're playing around with is is integrating all of these. You know, if I'm if I'm an entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur always, and I've tried only to help entrepreneurs, but not buy companies. But I tend to buy companies, so we're in the midst of some rollups of bringing them into our organization. So that's kind of fun. Oh, super fun. And uh, is there like a main website or like a social channel where people can follow you and just see all this? Oh, gosh, you can find me anywhere. I mean, find me on Instagram because I'm actually playing there now. (laughs) (laughs) I was not very good at this. Uh, And then I love Twitter because it's actually a conversation. And, you know, I'm on YouTube. We have a dry, we have a podcast that is on YouTube called Driving for Your Success. It's five minutes, two to five minutes of just a snippet of information, like, uh, you know, little cool tidbits of uh, like what one of my clients who has multiple real estate organizations, she says, oh, it's my benevolent butt kick for the day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice. I like this. I like this. It sounds like you've got some really awesome resources for people who want to get into the kind of work that you're doing and really start to embrace it from whatever distance they feel comfortable until they realize they should have just been with the flow all along. That's uh, right. Yeah. For me, that, that's great that you give people those kinds of options. Uh, there is a grand finale question that mm. we usually ask to close things out. And I'd love to hear your answer on this, given the kind of conversation we've had so far. If you could have invited anybody to listen in on all the things we talked about from your origin story to how early you started businesses and uh, getting things done because you wanted that sweater all the way to where you are now and what it is that you're doing. Even even the incident that made you change your perspective on what it is you wanted, you know, all that combined. If you could have invited anybody here today to listen to this, who would you have loved to have had here and why? Steve Jobs. Yeah, I followed him and uh, I knew that our school, so the stuff I taught about how to uh, work on your body and stuff like that, the energy stuff, I have a school for that. You know, I only have like 12 companies, but um, I have a school for that. And um, I was 
somebody referred him to me to help, you know, in the, in the last couple of weeks of his life. And I was like, Oh man, that would have been a great conversation. Cause that, that gentleman was so freaking genius at marketing. Good goodness gracious. to take a little nugget and turn that into a treasure. And um, I think that would have been a really interesting uh, conversation. Not that we wouldn't have had our butt kicked, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a flowy butt kick. <laughs> you know, he, he valued integrity and he valued customer experience. And, you know, I think that's really important. Um, you know, it was, it was a fight between him and my dad. My dad, because he would ask really weird questions. <laughs> Awesome. No, I, I, I love it. Uh, great choice. I mean, you can't go wrong with Steve Jobs. That's just, right. to this day, his products are still totally captivating, at least the American market for sure. You know? Well, um, he believed in the energy thing. I mean, he really got the energy thing really viscerally, interestingly. I mean, it takes that kind of, to, to pull the kind of innovation he did, uh, it definitely took that. And I remember reading some of the books and how he would tell people, you know, oh no, don't worry. I believe in you. You'll get it done. This is when we need it done by, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and everybody yeah. would just be like, wow. And he made people achieve things that they thought were impossible. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm on board with you on that. Like, we can't do it. It's going to take at least a week. You've got three days. That whole thing yeah. that you see in movies, it's going to take me at least an hour. You've got three minutes, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> uh, that for me, that's just awesome. Uh, great, solid choice. It has been an absolute absolute pleasant uh aura ambiance experience being able to hang out and chat with you and uh it's tradition around here for jason to close this out so i'll let him do that but i just wanted to let you know that that's my experience been that's what it's been thanks guys it's good good i I tell you i am a huge believer in energy and i'm a huge Mm -hmm. believer in energy because of my life experiences and being somebody that's been through you know, wars and so on and so forth, you had to have that energy to get through it. There was no choice. It was either you you found it or a bullet found you. <laughs> so, right. so I very much believe in energy and focus and, and channeling energy. Uh, I mean, I couldn't do the things that I do weekly unless I could effectively, at least to what works for me, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Channel that energy the way I need to channel it. So I can so- show up on a Friday with me and Philip and rock through 10 of these for 10 hours straight. Yeah, that's you true. Know? Um, I mean, most people on a Friday are like checked out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so hell, we're just checking in. then you guys win and you're part of my group i like that because that's how i roll yeah Yeah. so i mean energy is a very very important part of our life there's no doubt about it and it's not just about business it's about family it's about friends it's about everything that surrounds you and you know making sure that we live our best life and Mm. because it's really freaking short in the grand scheme of things, life is really short. And, you know, I've seen it firsthand where, uh, you know, I, I had somebody uh, with me right beside me and around go through their throat, you know, mm. it's very, very 
life is too short to not, you know, live it with the energy that we want to live it with. I believe that. Amen. And yeah. you, you have to do that. Otherwise, you are literally standing on the edge of the deck and pissing it off the deck, for lack of better yeah. words. Right? So, <laughs> so you may as well use it while you got it, right? And yeah, yeah, use it yeah. while you got it and don't give it away. Use it where, yeah. where it's going to be its most effective to change the world and change your own surrounding. So um, thank you for being on the show. I uh, resonated with that very much, um, even though I didn't say a whole lot till the end, but uh, I saved <laughs> my part for that ending. Um, and, you know, it's, it's been a pleasure to meet you. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Right on. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Lanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates. And always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.